everybody. Welcome oh, back. Hello. 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 We made it. <laughs> we did. Yeah. Just just <laughs> under the fucking wire, huh? We yes. were all prepared for hours. <laughs> yeah. How's everybody's week been? As well as could be expected. Right. Right. I feel like I was like rose coating it. Nope, not rose coating it. What's the word? What's the phrase? I was uh, uh, candy coating it until today. Uh, and then it was like, oh, shit, stuff. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, everyone's week kind of been the same. I think I had my crisis like two nights ago. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I had my like, oh, shit. This is, this is some wild shit happening. I don't think I've had one like singular moment where I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So how'd you guys react? Was it what, what what happened? You just had a little moment or what? Oh, I mean, I just had a, like a little moment. Like uh, it was nighttime Monday, like one o'clock in the morning, and it kind of just all kind of just hit me, and just kind of. I, I think more the most of it is hitting me is like people aren't taking it as seriously as I am. I feel like. And I feel like uh, that that was like uh, uh, proven today when I went out to get something to eat, and I saw like basketball courts full of people, and just the streets, just like just like nothing's going on. Right. Like right. it's not a pandemic, but all the stores are closed, but everyone's out there still. So. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Rod said the same thing today. He said he saw like a skating rink full of people. <laughs> so, it's so rude. Yeah, it's, it's we're doomed. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, it's happening. Sorry, anybody watching the stream, I had to rearrange. For some reason, tech wasn't coming through Discord, but he's coming through uh, Cast just fine. So I couldn't. Sorry, tech, if I didn't respond to what you were just saying, I couldn't. I couldn't ah, actually hear it. That explains it. <laughs> but I can hear everything now. It's fine. We are good. So tech, repeat yourself. It'll be in the it'll be in the from podcast. the top. It'll be in the podcast. You can, you can hear me now though, right? I can hear yeah. you now one hundred percent. One hundred percent. Okay. Cast was responding and for some reason it was just like really barely coming through on Discord. Like I even muted your specific audio and what I was hearing was just a light echo from someone else. It was weird. It was weird. I don't know, man. Audio, the internet is weird right now. Um yeah, my day was like most my week's been fine. Um, but I mean, yesterday I officially uh, am no longer an employee of GameStop. Yay! So it finally happened. <laughs> yeah, it finally happened. Um, this exit does and most likely is. It does feel like it's it. This is it. I'm, there's no going back. There's no going back. It's not like they're gonna do something. It's gonna be like actually. Back for the tenth time. Takes yeah. you back, Caleb, <laughs> Caleb. Caleb, we need you. <laughs> well, that might happen, but I won't respond to the call this time like I have before. I yeah, um, it finally hit ahead last week when we were talking about. Um, well, I guess this happened since last week, since last episode, Thursday last week. GameStop was like, "We're essential," like grocery <laughs> right. stores and pharmacies, and I was like, <laughs> "No." Psych. <laughs> and I called the I called my district manager later that day and was like, yo, I'm not coming in. Like, I'll work tomorrow, but for the next two weeks, find someone else. Because this is I'm I'm gonna be at home protecting my family. And that was something that they that they prepared for, but GameStop, rather than being able to offer anything to any of its people doing that, they were like, You're gonna have to apply for unemployment. Because <laughs> we can't afford to pay you. Yeah, I mean that's not a big surprise. A company that's been struggling for so long. 
Yeah, a lot of people. Are, they don't have people, savings. A lot of companies are firing their people so they can't get unemployment. Yeah. Which in yeah. a situation where they can't pay you is actually a good thing. Yeah. yeah. But then on Sunday they were like, actually, we're gonna pay everybody. Yeah, I noticed that. Weird. Yeah. Which is weird. Uh, I think it's GameStop finally being like, you know what? Maybe this is how we go. <laughs> and yeah. just went like, okay, fine. Here, well, we won't be the asshole because clearly, man, public reaction over the last week to what they've been doing has been yeah. strong and negative. <laughs> and loud. Yeah, it's been real loud. So, you know, things. Um, Ryan, how you been, dude? I've been doing all right. Yeah. I'm sore from doing at-home workouts. I'd yeah. rather go back to the gym because I'm, I'm, I'm so beat <laughs> up right was, now. Because I wasn't dying over it. <laughs> I'm I'd so beat up. I'd rather go back to the gym where I wasn't actually working out enough. Apparently, <laughs> apparently, well, I, was, I was lifting weights, but man, I'm this cardio stuff that I'm doing with the wife, yeah. like the beach body stuff. Man, that shit's hard. Yeah, that shit shreds, dude. It's like eighty. It's like the eighty day challenge or whatever. Eighty, 80 it's like day how, session. It's yeah. like how do you people do this every day? Screw that. Like Amanda, I do is like it really every day. Yeah, straight. Amanda did that. Amanda did that back to back. I was like, "Where's the recovery time? Like, um, what what are the requirements for this? Do I need to be like somebody like that works out for the past five years, like five days straight? Like, yeah. come on now. Like, come on, dude. I can't do this. How many days into it are you? Eleven. I assume oh, yeah. it works out different parts of your body so that. Yeah. Yeah. No, day, it's all every... legs for eighty days. Right. <laughs> Well, no, I meant like ye- it's not- yesterday was legs, and then today was cardio. But a lot of the cardio stuff was like right. squats and things right. like that. I was like, "This is not this, what? No, I just yeah. I'm, I almost died yesterday." To, you'll look forward to a core day because most of the day you'll be on your back or yeah. doing or doing planks instead of like standing and squatting. Yeah, yeah. Sounds I'm like, doing the sounds like a three month boot camp. Yeah, they actually have one that's called boot camp though, and it's a lot fucking harder. It's a yeah, lot I don't know, guys. Harder. I don't know. I'm, I'm. It smells. It smells funny to me. It's, sorry. It's what? It smells funny to me. Like you're not. You're not supposed to do that to yourself. You have to recover. Well, it's not. It's not working the same things over and over. He just said like, it was. Well, yeah, yeah le- but cardio. Cardio is not a focus on legs. And the one I'm doing is six days straight, one day off. But like. The six days straight, like the first day was cardio, the yesterday was arms and chest, today mm-hmm. was legs and core, tomorrow's just core. Yeah, that's and the fine. last day is cardio again. Yeah. And like if you do that every day and just alternate, yeah. I Amanda's done our eighty day did the eighty day obsession twice in a row and had tremendous results. It wasn't like it was not working. Right. right. She came out of that two that two sesh that that double uh, with like clearly defined abs and a lot of muscle tone and development. So if you eat well and sleep well while doing that, you're fine. Right. If you don't do those things, yeah, you're gonna fucking you're putting yourself through a cheese grater. <laughs> right. It's gonna come out in a pile. Um. So there's not a lot of news this week. I looked all week, didn't really find anything, and then remember it again tonight. Like, oh shit, I haven't found any news. So like, I threw three things in that are literally going to be single sentence things, um, <laughs> just because like there's not fucking news. No I got one's a big one for you, but go ahead. It'll be ready by the by by the time. Okay, I get there. okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so Doom Eternal broke franchise record for launch weekend sales, which is dope. I think that's kind of to broke be expected. Franchise record. 
Yes. Wow. Franchise record for launch weekend sales doubles the predecessor 2016's debut revenue, which doubles. also makes sense. If Doom 2016, yeah, I bet a lot of people were apprehensive. Sequel is gonna be like fuck yeah. Well, people were saying that's not a guarantee, but like people were apprehensive at the first one because Doom Three was divisive. So it took a while for Doom 16 to gather up steam, but now that it's got it, everybody you know is on board. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Did you guys buy it? No, actually, uh, I was going to. I actually loaded it up tonight, uh, the the store to buy it. I think I was going to do it in the living room, so I was going to get it on the PlayStation. And then I saw that Control was twenty three dollars on PSN, and I bought that instead because. I don't need to be spending money and control is uh, a guilt thing that I didn't want to pass up. And it's, I guess it's technically a backlog. Now it is. So I figured I would, and DLC comes out like in a week, I would save money and buy a game I wanted to play instead. So I think I might, you know, maybe, maybe money will be better in a few weeks and I'll grab up doom, but it's, I don't want to spend $60 right now. So I've also heard not great things about doom. I've not heard not great things. Yeah, I've heard that, like, it does what the last one did, but, like, for a lot longer time. And eventually you're just like, I can only do this so long before it's like, okay, I've seen, there's no new animations. It's just rooms and rooms and rooms of enemies. And apparently the Doom Slayer is significantly weaker. And, like, it feels like Hmm. not Doom. Like, you're supposed to be a guy that walks into the room and, the the denizens of hell are like, oh fuck, he's here. Well, and they're it, like, now you're like eh, the first knocked over. No, the first two or three levels are supposed to feel like that. But Doom has always been, you know, here's the ropes. Now you're up against it. So sure, it's, sure. I mean, you, you feel like you're against the forces of hell because this fucker won't die. Yeah, yeah. I also so, heard that like the first game had lore that built. Like, you would pick up a lore tablet and be like, oh, shit, there's a lot more going on. And they said that the people that I listened to uh, Mm -hmm. said that this one felt like a metal band put 15 (laughs) years of album concepts into a single game. (laughs) Yeah, I heard the lore is great, but you have to read it all. Yeah, they said it's like 800 words at a time. It's just like, here's a a lore dump. Yeah, like, here's a book. Read it. Have fun. Yeah, I've, ne- I've never really been into Doom, so I can't really contribute a lot to this conversation. I mean, I played it when it first came out a, a bit. Yeah. Uh, it never got me. It never like grabbed me. Like the first me. one, first one? Or yeah, the first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first one, like, when I was, a, like, young. Yeah, 95 sure. or something. No. Yeah. Not, Whatever year it was. 92 or something, yeah. Yeah, yeah but yeah. It, just, it just never grabbed me. It never did, did it for me. I don't know about you, Ryan. Did it, you play Doom? Nope. It... it it Never grabbed games. me wholly and completely. But um, why is that? So is it touted, touted as the first like first person shooter? No, it's no. One of the big- it's close though. Doom, yeah. Wolfenstein, Quake. Those were all in the same like era. I played Wolfenstein. Wolfenstein came out before Doom. Uh, that that revolutionized that. Ba- that's basically the first first person shooter. There's other games sort of like it where you're going through a dungeon in first person, but. As far as like using a mouse and your reaction time to shoot things in real time, yeah, Wolfenstein was first, Doom came after, and then Quake a long time after that. But what's incredible about that, that's all one company. Yeah, that's all. That's it, dope. That's dope. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and then Doom 16 felt like a return to form. Doom uh, 3 was just sort of like a, a horror based corridor shooter, which was, mm-hmm. I loved it. Um, but you didn't go to hell till the end, and Doom is all about like hell. And, uh, 
and 16 was just incredible. And then and Doom Doom 2 was hell on earth, wasn't it? Yeah. So that Doom Eternal and Then there's a bunch of Doom expansions. 2. Yeah. Because it's earth. Yeah, cuz yeah, you've you've left hell and it came with you. Yeah, apparently the game opens with like earth on fire with like continent-wide I, pentagrams oh, and I love the it. Doom Slayer's castle, like a yeah. spaceship castle oh, that he's I love in. It. I can't wait. Uh, I've heard enough good things to know that I'm going to love it. Uh, sure, the only sure. nitpicky things I heard were really nitpicky, like some of the some of the platforming is just sort of meh, and then the lore dump. But the rest is just it's just more of the same. So goody, I'm fine sure. with that. Yeah, sure. I, I more of the I, same is acceptable for the first sequel, but not the second. Sure. Yeah. So they better change it up next time, but make it co-op or something. But um, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I I don't know. I think I think people need to be careful. Uh, this is something I actually wanted to talk about when news outlets put a headline out there. You know, not to get political, but don't don't bounce us off this. Don't go down this road. But when you know we know we're voting for who's coming going to be president next. So uh, when a big major news agency says Bernie Sanders is out, and he's not, the people reading that, or even just a lot of people that just read the headlines and go, oh, I guess he's out. Like that. It has an influence, right? So when all these YouTube videos and all these articles say like Doom Eternal is not as good as the original or it's a failure or like, you know, it's like it's you're putting this uh, this sort of um, thought into the zeitgeist, into the consciousness of, of gamers like like now it's a great fucking game. I'm sure the reviews are great. But when like headlines are like, eh, then like now people who aren't going to spend money because they're going to say, oh, I heard it was meh. Like, I think people need to be more careful, especially as influencers, what they say about something, because it's going to dictate who spends money on what. I haven't read a meh take, though, that wasn't backed up by a lot of discussion about why they thought that. And I'm not going to sugarcoat something if I didn't like it. But generally, this game is in kicking ass in the reviews. Like, it's just, it's dominating. So, so sometimes, sometimes you get those reviewers that are like, yeah, this game was was terrible, but I really don't play these games anyway. So it's just like, <laughs> yeah. so like if if you read if you just read the title, then you're not gonna exactly. understand the whole like rest mm-hmm. of it. Like, oh, this guy has literally played this Doom, and that's it. Like, okay, well, you need to move on and not write anything for it. Also, sure. we're in like a time where like if someone writes a really bad review yeah. about something, they'll get clicks. Like people will that's literally click too. that. So yep. if they, if the guy says it's trash and like the world thinks it's not, people are gonna click it. So people will start saying stuff is trash just to get views. And I think yeah. a lot of a lot of people do yeah, that. Clickbait. Yeah, I guess I was bait. just not you know I know call out game is strong with our circle of friends. I wasn't really trying to call Caleb out, but to say like I heard it's not as I heard it's not that great. That's it's not entirely true. <laughs> the reviews are glowing. They're exploding. But yeah, but the the podcast and the people that I generally go to for reviews didn't like it for reasons that sound like I wouldn't like those things. I'm not saying you shouldn't get it. I didn't but read I, any of the lore in the first one. And Sure. So if you don't yeah. read the lore, that's why I that's why I qualified. That's yeah. why I qualified it. I didn't just yeah. say some people say it's bad. Yeah. Or like some people said it drags on and the lore dumps on you. And if you don't read the lore and you think that you just want more of the same, then sh- I, you, you know, in a way, maybe that's fine. smart. You know what I said? Because like, if you're a first-person shooter hardcore and you want the platforming and you want the Twitch-based reaction gameplay and all the mini-game stuff that threw into the game, there's time trials, there's like puzzle rooms that are all based on reaction time, then you're not going to want to just sit there and listen to lore like it's a Final Fantasy cutscene, right? Yeah. So maybe it's best that they put it in text. So if you want it, you can go find it. 
But like 400, and I know Google ratings, who cares? 418 aggregate rating of 4.8. So <laughs> that's pretty insane. Yeah. Uh, anyway, back to the news. I just, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Huh. Basically, the the only the, the and the, I'll qualify it. The people the people that I'm talking about are the guys at Vice and Waypoint. Um, mm-hmm. They they just said it. It's, it feels recycled. It feels like. So how does that fit like, into the four point eight average? Are they are they bringing well, the average if down? One, if, if one person doesn't think it's great, it's not going to off balance a hundred people that do. So, right. yeah, everybody else loved it, but. These guys were like, it, I mean, it's 2016 and it's good, but I wanted more than that, and I don't want, and it, it doesn't have enough variety. Dude, there's, you know a, there's, there's a reviewer somewhere who said like the most loved movie is trash. The people are gonna have different opinions. <laughs> right. Gotta, yeah. you know, that doesn't. Yeah. I, I hear Ben. I get your point. What you're saying about like influencers and, but that's a journalistic like journal integrity, not the same as it used to be. I don't think. Sure. Um. So just kind of. As a consumer, just pick and choose and have a mind of your own because what you think is what you think is great, someone might not. I guess it does probably sound like if you bounced off the first one, don't bother with this one. Because I most people I know didn't play Doom 16, which is fucking crazy to me. <laughs> it's goddamn Doom. It's like it's Doom. It's like Mario. But of course, I haven't played Mario in a while either. But um, <laughs> oh yeah, that's right? a good example. It is. Isn't it? <laughs> So I haven't owned a Nintendo product in forever, but I, like I bought like Mario Maker and Mario Kart this yeah. last year, right? Mm-hmm. You know, so. But I mean, like, first-person shooters being the uh, dominant genre, and and people are still like meh on Doom. That's crazy to me. Or or it's just like got instantly backlogged. And I'm just like, wow. but you know, it's it's really important to me. Doom is like. I'm pretty sure the Rock movie didn't help. Pretty sure that is. Yeah. I wonder how many people even yeah. have that in their head. Like, can even, <laughs> can even recall my, that honestly, as a memory. Honestly, my last, because I never, like, whatever you guys are talking about, like, The Last Doom, I have no idea what you're talking about. The last, my last memory of Doom is that movie. And I didn't see wow. it, of course, but I just know it was bad. It was. It was. But more than that, it was disappointing because it jumped the shark. Like, it had nothing to do with Doom. It was just a research lab, and then something got mutated, and then a bunch of muscle heads were like, let's get out of here. And then they had this, like, five-second first-person shooter segment at the end, and you're like, okay, oh, cool, guys, thanks. Because no one wants a first-person shooter movie. Raise your hand if you saw Henry. Oh, I love that movie. That movie was awesome. Hardcore Henry, yeah. And I know I'm in the minority there. It did not get good reviews. I thought Hardcore Henry was boring about after 45 minutes, but I, (laughs) I genuinely loved it. It, no. it felt it felt like a YouTube video gone too long. You know. I said, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it did. Um, Do you remember I those first? This, remember those music videos that were like parkour first person with like it was super violent with guns and stuff like. You remember those? No, I'll try to find know. them. Uh, they definitely um, <laughs> two movies really bad. NATO, yeah, absolutely. They they definitely uh, were an inspiration for this movie. But yeah. I liked hardcore. I thought the story was good too. I know I said I would keep these news things to a, a fucking sentence because they were short, and this one has run on. But just real quick to give you a better take than they didn't like it very much. The final paragraph of this review is: This is what keeps me from embracing Doom Eternal. It expands on the best parts of 2016, and the flow of combat and the amount it demands of the player makes it a best-in-class single-player shooter in the heat of the moment. But that heat fades fast. 
and around those deep states of flow are a lot of unmemorable spaces and much more of the same cruft that bogs down a lot of other shooters. As progress bars fill up and the game constantly reminds you that there are more secrets and challenges you can pursue, which are mostly just harder versions of the same battles you've already fought in the main campaign, mm-hmm. this edition of Doom feels less eternal and more endless. <laughs> That's nice play on words there. Yeah. Okay. Which, like, if you <coughs> loved the first one and you want just more, 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 then it's going to give you that. Hmm. So. Well, maybe oh. it's not a $60 game. Maybe not. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? I maybe guess we'll know if when our... we find out when we play. I have it. Yeah. I have it on my Xbox. I can play it. I don't have it downloaded. Sorry. Odin bought it, though. So I can yeah. I can download it and play it. Uh, maybe I will uh, in the next couple of days and get, give you guys my own take for next week's episode. Um... Okay, moving on. Microsoft is giving away free Minecraft um, to education. (laughs) Giving away free Minecraft education content is what I was trying to say. Um, uh, They're doing it to help kids out that are uh, in isolation for COVID-19. The marketplace, the games marketplace has a new education collection that contains Minecraft tours of places Mm. such as the International Space Station or Inside the Human Eye, as well as community creations exploring topics like Greek history. It's pretty smart. It's free and will be available through June 30th. It's pretty smart. I could see kids caring more about Greek history if they got to play Minecraft. <laughs> the the like Ivy League said that Assassin's Creed Origins was the best way to study Egypt. Yeah. That's insane. Because none of that stuff exists anymore. Who, who said was, this? Like Harvard Harvard history professors and like Egyptologists were like all of the stuff that you can study in a book and can't see they've recreated with such accuracy that like <laughs> it's the best to what there's so much accuracy to what they've done that there's yeah I officially know have I officially can say at this point I've known tech long enough yes you do <laughs> to recognize when you laughed I fact like, checker he knows what mode I'm doing. kicks in <laughs> he knows. What I'm doing. It's like Optimus Prime's face shield comes up. It's like, uh oh, it's time for battle. <laughs> um, no, I think that's really cool. Of course, kids are going to care more about Minecraft than than Rome. <laughs> so, right. Well, the point of the point of this is that you can. Wait, what? <laughs> you can make them you can, care you about can Rome see because Rome of Minecraft. In Minecraft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. but you're like, here, open your textbooks to be, or here, watch this document. Like, nah, nah. I'm gonna draw on my, I'm gonna draw on my work desk, my school desk. <laughs> I don't care yeah. about watching a video about Rome, but Minecraft. Yeah, that's smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember Talk when about- uh, Xbox bought Minecraft and everyone was like, why the fuck? Mm-hmm. Did you spend two billion dollars on this and then <laughs> they continued to grow? It, it quickly made it sense. Like, Everyone's like, oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about Rogue Company. Yeah, I, I so, thought this... Uh, this the Smite developer made uh, announced a new game. What'd you say? Uh, yeah, we saw this at their... Uh, they had, like, a, a Riot show, a Riot Con, right? Oh, this isn't Where Riot, they... though. Riot's new shooter is not this. This is high-res. Riot makes uh, League of Legends. League of Legends. Right. Smite. Yeah, I know. I thought that's what this was. Okay. Anyway, high so res. High res makes Smite, which is another Smite. MOBA. So yeah. Smite. The okay. Smite developers making a, a team shooter called Rogue Company. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so they're just I mean, following in Riot's fucking footsteps. Right. They made a game yes. like League of Legends. Now they're making a, a shooter like like Riot did. Yeah. So yeah, everyone's, this, trying, this everyone's looks, trying to recapture this looks what Overwatch did. Oh wow. Yeah. This the, the fidelity here is great. Yeah, this looks better than what Riot's coming out with. 
Riot looks like a like Riot Riot's shooter making, looks like a it's Counter Strike with powers. CS:GO. Yeah, yeah, it's Counter Strike yeah. with powers. <laughs> yeah. So is this not like Counter Strike? What's up? Is this not like Counter Strike? Well, this is like a team shooter, so I think it's going for the Overwatch route. Oh, so respawn. You can respawn. I remember seeing a trailer for this a long time ago. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, this also know. looks like an advanced like Eric said, phone, Jake is the like best a looking person." <laughs> said what? <laughs> it looks like an the best looking. Thank person. you, thank you. No. I appreciate that. <laughs> Every group needs a fact checker. Uh, <laughs> keep people, keep people online, right? All right, this looks go. cool. The fidelity is nice. Uh, all right. Oh, yeah, you yeah. know. So this is a, just a shot. team battle type thing. Yeah. The producer says we're tired of grown-up shooters being overly serious. Rogue Company matches a modern, high-style universe with a tight tactical action gameplay. Alpha testers are loving it. Oh, I signed up for the alpha, and they didn't get back to me. Yeah, uh, don't they? I don't like the movement. Don't they know who I am? Says that he had he got alpha access. Um, also, just to call back real quick to Assassin's Creed, Nato brought up uh, Notre Dame. When Notre Dame caught on fire last year, or was that 2018? I don't remember. Uh, when Notre Dame caught on fire. Uh, Ubisoft lent all of its digital files that they used in Assassin's Creed Unity because Notre Dame is in Unity and the files are so comprehensive they didn't have to do any research to rebuild the damage that was done in Notre Dame they were able to use that as reference this so like, like games a, games are, can do crazy shit when yeah. it comes to historical recreation I don't know about this uh, I'm with tech on this the motion looks weird the motion looks really bad on a lot of these these running the the fighting it, it looks a little choppy maybe the, I mean it's also in alpha right so, yeah it's in like pre-alpha or alpha yeah it, but it, a lot it of these looks, assets look like apex it, no a lot of it looks like apex but the movements look stiff like PUBG yeah yeah, yeah. interesting yeah. but it looks it, it looks fun enough to want to play I'll try sure. it and animations animations are, are late term development yeah. I'll sure. give it a waggle you get the mechanics first, so who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, and then Ben had a news thing that he wanted to boy, add. Boy, I meant boy to did add, I. I forgot. Yeah, this is um, okay. This so is a big oof. For for decades, the comic book industry has been under control from one distributor. It's literally a monopoly, and if you don't play by the rules, you don't get comic books. That company stopped operations this week. Yeah. So they're not allowing any shipments and they will distribute their stock and be done. And uh, they probably came after all these comic book shops are closing up. Uh, you know, if not I mean, temporary, but some of them for good. Some of them are shifting models to delivery. One of our local ones is doing comic book and beer delivery, which is pretty freaking epic. Uh, who's that? <laughs> apotheosis. Apotheosis. Yeah, apotheosis. You know, apotheosis. You, you said beer, and I was like, apotheosis, but yeah. I to make sure. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, so because several stores across the country are already closed, the industry has already taken a hit. Um, uh, DC, Marvel, and other publishers have robust digital options for their comics through Comixology and other outlets. They may also keep releasing books digitally during Diamond's hiatus. Uh, alternatively, the comic companies could possibly find another temporary distributor, but for now, all plans are up in the air. Uh, I've actually been invited in and am trying to contribute, but not really, into a Facebook group with all of the industry's uh lead creators and producers so i get to see them talk sort of behind the scenes and some people are actually trying to get publishers to stop putting things digitally also because if people can start buying their books online then there will be no need for a store and it's the same thing with books though and like that like they said that when digital came out the first time 
they thought that was going to squash the industry and it didn't yeah you know and then i talked i talked to this guy it was a nice conversation we weren't really arguing it was felt like pulling teeth to try to get him to answer my question but like so i'm a creator what do you want me to do stop we're not going to stop no right i'm not going to stop creating because i don't have a comic book shop to put it in that's insane it's, right. it's, self, it's selfish. It's real selfish. Very selfish. Yeah. And I said, I have no idea what you know losing a business would feel like, um, but I can't stop creating. So I'm going to use the only outlet I have, which is digital. Yeah. So uh, and I was watching my favorite artist today, Daniel Warren Johnson, on the live stream. He was playing guitar and drawing comics. It was awesome. Um, and he was talking about like, yeah, I don't know. After Wonder Woman, I don't I don't have anything. He has no work. So I don't know. I'll probably get more work. But I, at this point, I, I don't have anything. And I don't know if I will. And if I don't, then I guess I'll just do my own thing, do crowdfunding, do Indiegogo, Kickstarter, whatever. You yeah. know, and big names like that won't have a problem with that. They'll be fine. Well, yeah, uh, and I think the the reality to combating combating what mm-hmm. combating digital like the digital transition is not offering things digitally. Yeah, like, that that doesn't mean like stop now, but once everything's back and like diamond spins back up. Just go, well, people right. are saying that would cause irreparable change. Like it'll yeah. form a habit with people, and they're like, "Well, I guess I just read comics digital now." Like comics book are already struggling. Aren't gonna, book publishers aren't going to stop making books, and you know, books have taken a hit right. Of digital. And obviously, <laughs> books aren't hurting as bad as comics, but like, the reality is that you can't get an audiobook for everything, and not everybody likes reading their books on their phone. Right. And so. Like I'm gonna keep. It will bounce comics. back. In I some... bought comics right before right, right before uh, Star Clipper closed. I broke my quarantine because I found out Star Clipper's fucking moving again, which I had no clue. We had yeah, Fairview Heights, Illinois, right? Yeah, they're moving to Fairview Heights. I had no idea, and I found out that the last day they were open, they were selling everything in the store for forty percent off. So I went and bought mm-hmm. four fucking trades for like thirty bucks. Yeah. Um, like I'm gonna go back and buy comics again because I like to have them. Sure. Um, but I think that like those of us that like to buy physical stuff, it's it's like video games, right? Like the people that come in and only buy physical games, I'm like, man, eventually you'll stop. <laughs> I don't know if it is just like video games, but I, there's a comparison. But you don't need to have the disc of the video game to really enjoy it. It's not a video games aren't a disc tactile, ta- here's, you know, tactile here's the thing with digital. enjoyment. It's literally better for the environment. Digital everything is better for the environment. It is. So eventually, it's inevitable, but if you live long enough to see it, it'd be awesome. But Unless yeah, you're talking about the carbon footprint of server farms, but that's probably too deep. Yeah, that's, a, that's a little too deep. Obviously, <laughs> you know, it may be less than, you know, a bunch of paper. So Yeah. How yeah, many, how many like, AOL discs are in landfills? Having the book physical, I don't think, is much different than having a game physical. It's like it's having that collection on your wall. People people keep books and toss old video games. Most people. Most people like, wait, you know, like, I can't find my original Xbox or any of the games. I literally have no recollection of what happened to it. (laughs) My Sega Sega CD, my PlayStation 1 and 2, I have no idea where any of that is. Sure. Yeah, I mean, look at my But I have books from back then. You know, I keep these things. And I'm not going to trade in a stack of comics so I can buy the next one. (coughs) Like video, like I did with video games all these years, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Right. Although they they were optional. They, you know, a few shops let you sell your books back to them. But anyway, so for all intents and purposes, uh, my industry is really going through some shit right now. For sure. I think everyone's industry is. 
For sure. <laughs> most industries are most, literally most way. industries except for toilet paper. I think they're good. <laughs> well, they're going through some shit, but it's the right kind for them. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, sure. Hollywood's yeah, shut down too, right? Yeah, Hollywood's going through yeah. some shit. Everything, everything is going through some shit except for like the stuff that, you know, yeah, are being hoarded. I guess. <laughs> yeah, I'm just. I'd be yeah. curious to see where it picks up. Because comics, as we've discussed either on this podcast or the other, the comics has always been in flux, right? Always taking a kind of hit, either bouncing through the tough integration of digital or, you know, kids not reading comics, only adults buying comics. Every time the big one of the big universes has to reboot, you know, the new 52, all that stuff. Like comics has always been in the state of flux. It'll be interesting to see what Warner Brothers like does now, or what uh, AT and T does with DC now that they have like, I guess, time before they have to make something happen because basically nothing's going to happen for a minute. Because a couple weeks ago there was news that AT and T was thinking about like fucking selling DC because it wasn't making <laughs> them enough money. It's the unhalting production. Yeah, and I said sell it to Marvel, and y'all all recoiled to that. You said Eric sell it to said, Disney. To yeah. 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 Um, don't like that. <laughs> I was just thinking of something, and I don't remember what it was. Um, like, there's, it's, mm, it'll be interesting because, like, I don't think, I don't, I don't think that like comics will go away, but I also don't have a huge issue with having digital become the more common thing than physical like obviously that does mean that comic book shops are going to go away but it doesn't i don't think it means that they'll all go away like no not all of them i think depending on uh how long this situation lasts a lot of comic book shops are going to go i think a lot of businesses that were barely holding on are going to go and that's just the that's just the harsh reality of it Mm -hmm. and i think uh comic book stores unless they have a specific situation may be definitely on the chopping block most comic book stores yeah. Unless they have a specific investment situation going on. Yeah. We should talk about... That's why I remember what I was going to say. Ben brought it up, and it's an offshoot comment, but whatever. Um, we should talk about... We should have an episode about reselling. Um, just reselling. Like I think selling comics to a place so they can resell them is shitty. I think reselling in any industry is, is shitty. Yes. It, I mean, it's, it takes from the creators. Like, yeah. That, yeah. that and then the markups are insane. Yep. Depending, and I think it goes for the same for like Funko Pops and sneakers. It's mm. kind games, of fucking games, games for sh- fucking sure, dude. They, People would come in and bitch about like the price they'd get on a on a game they're trading in at GameStop, and often I would look at them in the face and go, "You don't deserve anything for this. You bought it. It's yours." A company right. shouldn't be buying it in the first place. So like that's true. Yeah, you're getting thirty bucks. <laughs> but that's back. that's the retail like view of it though. Like, but still, you're gonna turn around and sell it for forty bucks, and you pay me seven for it. I mean, that's kind of crazy. That, not that bad. Well, I mean, Jack, there's, I, I there's can companies tell you now. selling the original Stardew Valley on Nintendo sixty four for like eighty dollars. <laughs> like Stardew Valley on sixty four? Yeah. No, Har- uh, Har- Harvest. Uh, no, Harvest Moon. Sorry, Harvest Moon. it's yeah. the same, oh, yeah, same, same, same like, game. But yeah, Harvest Moon. They, like the disc replay or whatever here in town. They're selling it for like sixty-five bucks, seventy it's bucks. That's probably because it's hard to find. Yeah, collector's item. You can't well, buy. Well, it. yeah, but I mean, same copy. thing. Same thing with comics. Like if you sell the number one edition, you're gonna spend. You're gonna sell it for a thousand times more than you paid for it guaranteed I, I guess my problem is not the actual value of of a collectible but the like I, the 
undercut you type of like I'm gonna make sure that like I'm ripping you off to get this profit off. That's uh, my problem with the reseller. Yeah. Well, the, well yeah, the other thing with resellers is when they works. sell the initial project, a lot of the initial product, they don't make a lot of money off of it. Like when GameStop would sell a brand new system for four hundred bucks, they'd make like seventeen dollars. And then when they'd get someone to trade a system in and give them a hundred bucks for it, and then they could sell it for two fifty, they made a hundred and fifty bucks off of that. <laughs> Their business like, model was literally the the buying things from people on the cheap and selling it for five dollars less than the new product. Uh, and uh, it was a long experiment that has been tripping the whole time. <laughs> They're having an ISP chat uh, going on right now. And uh, someone mentioned he runs a lot of Ubiquity hardware. Hardware, And I just want to say Ubiquity is the best. I've never had a problem since I got Ubiquity. What's, what is that? It is. Uh, I got my wireless router through them. Uh, Ubiquity Amplify. And um, I was totally having problems. Like cameras dropping off, internet dropping off. Got Ubiquity. And it's flawless. It's fucking flawless. And now you, yes. I go to certain businesses, like big businesses, and I see there are routers everywhere. So Interesting. Are they expensive? Yes. <laughs> you, get, you get what you pay for. You get what you pay for. But this ain't, <laughs> yeah, this sure. ain't no Spectrum modem. <laughs> you, got, you got like one of those massive ones, though, didn't you? Like the higher end? Uh, not. I wouldn't say the higher end. The box is right in front of me, and it has like an LED light underneath it. It's super cool. But um, yeah, you have to pay about four or five hundred bucks for it. Yeah. Whoa, for a router? Yeah, dude. I spent I mean, two hundred on mine, and mine's a what a Netgear, I think. All right. All right, I'll check but it, it out. Reach, but it reaches my garage, which is yeah. like the back yeah. of my property. Yeah, so, like, <laughs> yeah, the, my my um my internet was set up in the basement, and all the way to the third floor we have cameras. So and, and we have a Peloton up there that pulls Wi-Fi. So we needed something yep. that was strong enough to reach all of it, and just sure, does sure. it no problem. Yeah, I can run my Wi-Fi off my out in my garage. Like I can play Xbox out in the garage for like <laughs> Naito's Naito in the chat said his Wi-Fi reaches five blocks from his house. <laughs> hey, Eric, yeah, I got I got the ones with the extensions, the mesh the mesh points. Dude, nice. Wi-Fi is so fucking wild to me. When you, you see know like, that fucks me up. <laughs> yes, I want to see exactly. it, dude. I, I wish I could like see like a little indicator of yeah. like the net, like how far. Like I don't know why I want to see it. Maybe like Wi-Fi glasses would be like the future. Cause there's a there's a, a uh, an Apple router that's also a like a uh, a backup hub, mm-hmm. so like you all your devices that are attached to that Wi-Fi wirelessly back up to it. So if you lose like a phone or a laptop or anything, like you can get your backups from your router at home. Um, but it uses yeah, it uses like this technology that like if it's a stationary Wi-Fi Wi-Fi connection that you have. Like, say you're doing it to your system in your office, it remembers the path of least resistance to deliver data to that device and then creates like a, a tunnel so that it always uses that. So that when you go to use Wi-Fi, it will always use the best possible route to that device to get you the best consistent connection. And like, that's bananas to me. Yeah, that's pretty dope. That's very dope. Yeah, that's, it's crazy. It's how, crazy. How, did we, how did we come up with that? Yeah, so it was like, so, so, so let, let me get this straight. You want to have this box that apparently sends out this invisible signal all around you that you can do what you do on your computer from anywhere, right? Yeah, let's well, fund that. A lot of <laughs> a lot of technology looks crazy at the end of the chain, but if you yeah. watch its evolution, right. you know, like cell phones or computers, but and then the thing on your 
desktops, also a computer, but then computers also used to be fucking huge and filled it up an entire room. And then that technology came from the space race. And like, so like, if you go back far enough, like where did, yeah. where did, uh, where did Wi Fi started as Wi Fi? I guess it was just hardwired networking before that. What was the first, what was the first Wi Fi? Right. I don't know. Yeah. And I don't I know. Don't, I don't know that sense. story. Right, Bluetooth was first, and then they tra- then they went from Bluetooth to Wi-Fi, because they used to have earpieces for like the Razer flip phones. That's right. Which, which I don't think, Wi-Fi was there. Then. I don't know. Yeah. So that part of my life is scrubbed. I have no how memories. Can your, and how can your router <laughs> only like plug in two hard lines, but can have ten phones attached to it at once? No, it can have more. It's just space for hardware. They don't want it to be this, like. Medusa. <laughs> it's a two foot long piece of hardware sitting in your living room, like Sure. Yeah. Uh well our main <laughs> topic for the for the night was talking about PvE games. We've had a couple episodes about PvP and Battle Royale, and I wanted to talk about the other side of games, which is cooperative play or or uh no, yeah, it's just that. It's cooperative play against um, games game nobody in this podcast play plays. Everybody <laughs> here's played some, right? Yeah, I used to play zombie games like crazy. Um, ben, you and I have played Destiny and previous Borderlands, even though we ricocheted off of three. Um, like, there's we've all played. Well, I said plays. Kind of modern. Like, <laughs> yeah, nobody's playing Borderlands. Nobody's playing right now. Yeah, sure. That's what I meant. I mean, I'm playing. Um, I just finished God of War, but that's not like a co-op. <laughs> that's a bad. Example. That's not PVE. That's a bad example. I just said. I guess it is player it. versus environment, though. But that's yeah, not PVE. I mean, it, what? Yeah, it's actually what it means, right? I, I mean, that's PVE, that. Those words work, but well, the words work. Yeah, right. The, those yeah. we're just we're using the right words to describe what's happening, but that's not what PVE is. So. Yeah. What's the what's the tech? What's the last PVE game you played? I mean, I don't know, dude. Uh, it's probably Warframe, actually. Warframe. We played Warhammer. Um, that was fun. Oh, Vermintide? Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah the game was fun. That's the only ones I can think of off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's Ryan and I played a Ryan and I played Remnant from the Ashes for like. Wait, did you play that with us, Ryan? No, Odin. Did, you and Odin, Odin and Eric, and I think. Eric for sure. Oh, Eric for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on Game Pass. We should play. I haven't downloaded now. Yeah, but I, I would love to. I would love to play it. You guys were literally orgasming every night about that. Dude, game. that game's fucking great. <laughs> still, or- still orgasming. <laughs> <laughs> the game's great. The game's great. Um, more people should play it. Oh yeah, uh, Smurf. Smurf might have been playing. Smurf might have been playing with us for sure. For sure. Um, Ghost Recon. I've been playing that. Uh, Grand Theft Auto is PVE if you do the raids or not the raids sorry the heists heists thank you I don't know <laughs> we did we played there. State of Decay for a while too we did play State of Decay for a while and um, then um, How to Survive How we to Survive that. those were zombie games we played for sure yep um, How to Survive you heard of that they're uh, little indie games they're top down twin stick shooters that are about like you have to the game the game's title actually <laughs> describes it well you have to like stay fed and quenched and energized and you have to like go through this campaign like building up your inventory and trying to like get off of this island i think the second one was mm-hmm. and i don't remember what the first one was we played that so long ago yeah um but they use the same mechanics like you got to eat you got to drink it's all on game pass too sleep are they both, both on game pass both are both are on game pass Nice. I think I bought both before they ended up on Game Pass, but yeah, it's, it's like split screen and you can do multiplayer co-op. 
Yeah, for sure. Uh, State of Decay is dope, and it's just got a huge update, and I re-downloaded yeah. it because I'm, I kind of I kind of want to figure see that out. Uh, ben, what's your PVE du jour? I mean, I know it's Warframe, but what else? Sea of Thieves. Well, sea of Thieves is PVE. We play that. We played yeah, that a it's bunch. PVE the and P at the same time. PVE PP, which is pretty cool. PVPE. Um, uh, what else? Uh, I mean that's 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 kind of it at the moment uh, because the only thing I've been playing aside from those is to hop on and play with you guys on some competitive shit. So <laughs> some Call of Duty. I had caps lock on my my accident. Um, yeah, Call of Duty. Uh, does Call of Duty have PV? Oh, it does. Call yeah. of Duty has has spec ops, call- and we haven't. I haven't touched it. Yeah. Oh, did uh, Ni- did uh, Naito clip us orgasming? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Awesome. Um, Red Dead Redemption Two. Yeah, Red Dead Online is like Grand Theft Auto Online. So yeah, that's B- that's PVP. 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 Yeah. PVP. It's both. You know, I, I mean, really I didn't play, play the multiplayer and all that stuff too. The the Red Dead Online was it has like, potential, but it I takes, liked it. It's it's gonna take some time to build up. Like we all look at it like and look at Grand Theft Auto next to it and go, This is so much more shit, but Grand Theft Auto's been out for like seven years. Yeah, and, and GTA five has jets <laughs> and helicopters. <laughs> like you can only do so much in the old west, right? If if they would have taken the model from GTA five of having businesses in Red Dead, like owning a bar or like a yeah. saloon or something like that, like that would be cool. Like um, they will to, they to will. where you can to where you could have that, but they should have rolled that out even though they did a really terrible job rolling out multiplayer anyway but like yeah it's coming they, out next month and it was like six months later it came out they did that with uh they did it with Grand Theft Auto yeah, it was GTA like a month fives and a half like a month and a half after the game came out very slow evolution right yeah. no no uh, but Red Dead 2 said that like yeah it's coming out you know next month a month after the game released <laughs> and then it became like six months eight months later or something like that I finally rolled it out and it was a half ass rollout. Eh. Eh. But they they could have adapted that and had that prepared because well, they've they've, got, they've got pursuits already. You can be uh, you can I think you maybe you're uh, devaluing the uh, the amount of time and effort it takes to make a video game. <laughs> no, 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 no. I get. Come that. on, guys. <laughs> I get that. But if you've already got another game that has those things in it, you think that you would bring that over fresh with the new one? I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I don't built, think it's as easy as just like. No, 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 no I'm not saying drag and drop, but too. it's like bring the ideas over. Yeah. I'm not, I'm well, not, yes. I'm not devaluing the game. I'm just saying. They started that though. They, there's already pursuits. There's already professions you can join that build up an industry. Like you can be a bounty hunter, a trapper, um, and two others, uh, like a gold miner, and then something else. And they let you like build out an industry and reputation that let you influence the rest of the world. And like, it, it'll come. Grand Theft Auto didn't have that shit for a minute. So I think it's them building systems and finding which ones work and then putting in the things people want. Because if GTA had just been like, oh, you want to run a tennis court? Because they had it ready. <laughs> and people were like, ugh. <laughs> They're waiting to see what people want. I played tennis I once. I'm like, cool. Yep, same. And <laughs> golf. <laughs> all that shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we all play PvE. When you're playing a game with people... <laughs> What's your pet peeve? We'll just go with that. What's your pet peeve? I got one. I just thought of it the other night when we finished that Sea of Thieves quest. 
<laughs> because what did I do? was it moist was started playing an instrument during that last cutscene. It's <laughs> like shut up. Yes, but, he did. I was like, no, what the fuck? And then uh, some other people like to just jump around off the furniture like morons when like the story's being told to us. Yeah, <laughs> like a like a kid on a kid on I don't know full of full of sugar. But, I, was, I was telling Moise the other night, I'm, I'm off the ship more than I'm on it because I keep jumping around and falling off the sides. Yeah. Like, that's that's my experience on Sea of Thieves. But yeah, <laughs> if the game's telling the story in-game and your squad mates are running around like morons, yeah, that's not really a pet peeve. It's just sort of... Uh, it's like getting beat a, up in the gulag. It sucks ass while you're trying to pay attention to yeah. what's going on. It's a, it's a mini peeve, <laughs> not a real pet peeve. I'll let somebody else answer, though. A mini peeve? What's the... <laughs> <laughs> Micro peeve. <laughs> Micro peeve. <laughs> uh, Jack, Ryan, y'all got pet peeves when you're playing with people? My pet no. peeve is uh, if I'm playing the game and someone over explains. I know that's a, yeah. weird, that's a weird pet peeve, but it's something that no, happens on PvE games <laughs> with someone who's played it before and PvP games with someone who thinks that they're, they're God's gift game um it just really irks me i know this it's a weird pet peeve but like just, yeah just for sure down talking someone i distinctly remember a moment where i was trying to explain something to you and your response was i play video games that <laughs> <laughs> was like a me quote yeah. yeah yeah said by the same guy who was like right trigger shoots yeah mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> yeah but that, in that case he wasn't never mind <laughs> Anyway, um, I think one of my pet peeves is being a person with, you know, other things going on, falling behind in a game, and then jumping in with people that are ahead of me, and Eric. just getting fucking dragged. <laughs> 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 said Eric. Um, I mean, it's happened with everybody. It's happened with everybody. Destiny, there's been things I've gone to do with people that are ahead of me, and just gotten fucking trailed behind. Like, like well, they're pulling they, me by the ear. They call it I'm power like, I just want to have fun. Yeah, power leveling. Yeah. Um, that's what happened um, to me on the first division. Uh, I didn't uh, get to finish that game because people were so uh, antsy to get to the end game content, which irritates the fuck out of me. I'll explain that later. Uh, that <laughs> they wanted to lead me by the nose through the, the game content. You know, the stuff yeah. all the developers spent years curating. <laughs> Bespoke, uh, you know, voice acted cutscene content. And they're just like, come on. Let's beat this. Uh, I think yeah, yeah. Come, come over here and grab this thing. That. Like, well, I'm, yeah. I'm still looking at everything else over here. Like, yeah. They just oh my god, so we that's can move my on. pet peeve for sure. If I'm playing a cooperative game, I take my time, and people are like, "Dude, come on!" And it's like, "Fuck off!" I'm reading a book in the corner of this room. That's interesting, and it's giving me lore for what we're about to go do. Like, sometimes you do it too much, though. Define too much. <laughs> like, like some, sometimes like all, we're all like, sitting on the boat going, Caleb, come on. Just, I was just... reading a book in Remnant, and people got so antsy. It took me, I was reading like five minutes. I was reading this this book that was like describing the story of the person we're trying to hunt down. And the people started laughing, and I didn't know why. And I was like, I got two pages left. And they had pushed my character <laughs> across the map and then into the portal so that it made the cut the next scene start. And I didn't get to fucking finish reading the book. And I was like, I fucking hate y'all. But they, they were chuckling the whole time. I could have just closed the book and looked. But they just pushed. Yeah, it was Odin and Eric. They just fucking pushed me across the fucking map and then into the, the portal. And I was like, you assholes. That's pretty funny, though. I was having a moment. <laughs> and it was just gone. Uh, yeah, it was Remnant. It was Remnant. 
for sure. Yeah, Naito in the chat linked us to this game called The Cycle. It looks pretty fucking cool. Yeah, it's Jaeger. It's the guys who made um, yeah, Spec yeah. Ops, the line. Oh, wow. Yeah. Free play on Epic, Epic Games. Boo. What is the boo about Epic Game Store? Why? Why? Is it boo about Epic or boo about free to play? Because it's popular. Just Epic. <laughs> yeah, it's just popular to boo them. Yeah, I get that. And they bought Rocket League, and I don't like it. <laughs> they haven't. They haven't fucked it up yet. I'm just waiting. This looks, this looks awesome. They bought Astroneer too. Oh really? Yeah, Astroneer's published by Epic now too. Um. Yeah, I mean. We I don't I don't want to drag the topic of PVE on if we don't have a lot of thoughts on it. Um, uh, what was the thing I was said a second ago about? Uh, I could go on and more about it. Just about Shit. reselling in some way. About what? Reselling, I think. No, I just said it. A no, second no, ago. no, no. Is is one of your pet peeves that you were talking about? <laughs> do, 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 Damn. Do, do. Chat, help us out. Chat, help Run us it up. back. He said something a second ago. <laughs> yeah, and it was like, I, I'm going to talk more about that later. Because I could have... I figured it would have been some aspect of PvE that would uh, that would come into play. But, oh well. I'll think about it. We can yeah. Yeah, work your way down the list. I think, uh, to, to comment on your Division thing, you were wanting to see all this bespoke content, and it was the people who had gotten through it were Thank like... Thank you! Oh. Okay, you're welcome. Uh, the people who'd gotten through it already, like Ryan and I, who played through Division One's campaign, were like, "This was just mediocre." But then got into the end game, and we're like, "This looks like people paid attention to it and built it out." We were trying to push you through mediocre. Don't you see stuff. a problem with that? Don't you see? Maybe devs should focus on the game game and not the end game. Because, like, if your game game is whack, nobody's going to make it to the end game. I'm really tired of all the push being in the end game. That's not entirely true. Because there are games that, like, the campaign is meant mainly as a tutorial to get to the part of the game that you can play endlessly. And that's what most end games are. It's It's the thing you sink the most time into. The last dev stream that... Uh, Destiny had before they went free to play uh, was um, the, 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 the only thing they said the whole time was end game, end game this, end game that, end game, end game, end game. All we're gonna talk about is end game, not DLC, yeah, the, not the content. The been not, over since the game launched. But uh, then, then, then what's DLC? Just more end game. It's not a, story, it's a little, not lore, it's a, not. It's it's a little story episode that, and then a bunch of stuff that adds to the end game. More strikes that you play repetitively, more multiplayer content, and more raid stuff and raid variations. That's what Destiny is: end game content. Now raids, strikes, multiplayer. No one's playing the story still. Yeah. Story of that game's like six hours. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it ain't shit. Why they even put the story in there then? You don't need six hours of tutorials. <laughs> Because some people like story. Yeah, well, but the majority... Like, of and the people that around. want story don't care about the ending. And people who want story... Like you and I, our biggest complaint Destiny. in Destiny was the story. Yes. We wanted more. Yeah. And all these exactly. fuckers t- t- kept talking about was Endgame. And I'm like, uh, can we go back to the story that you've been promising all these years, please? Well, that's that's why we stopped playing Destiny. Right. Yeah. So that's yeah. that's a beef for me. That's 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 a big peeve. That's not a micro peeve. That's a that's a that's a giant peeve. Focusing more on more focusing more on end game than the actual game. I think that's more based on the type of game that you're gonna make. Yep. Like the the, the division is clearly built to 
uh, the raids, uh, or Division One was. Division Two, the campaign's dope. And then at the end of the campaign, a new faction invades and resets all the campaign missions with new with new enemies and changes everything. That's cool. <coughs> and that game was built for you to be able to play through the campaign more and have fun with it more. But like. Diablo came out 12 years ago. When did Diablo 3 come out? Like 2010? 10 years ago? Mm-hmm. Uh, people are still playing that game. So all they're going to talk about is Endgame. No one gives a shit about the campaign. Um, I guess that's... I guess that's mm, it's just the type of game. Gamer, like, it's not type, hear it's the end, type end of gamer game. you are. Not the type of game. There are very few games that have just, obviously, Endgame content. Like, give me a, give me a free-to-play game that has no lore. I guess that was Warframe for the first five years. And then they said, ah, let's throw some story in here, you know? Yeah. So it was just mission-based combat with no story. I guess that's... Uh, yeah, but a- the lore bits get added once the gameplay's cemented. Right, like, like Apex, Overwatch, Apex. Apex. Yeah. yeah. Everyone liked the game, and then they were like, oh, but how about you find out about the characters you like playing as? And Tech can be the, the biggest uh, proponent of that because he loves, what's it called, Frontier Radio and... And all of the stuff that Apex is putting out for its characters and like yeah. Overwatch, all that shit. Um, yeah. yeah. Diablo 2 has more active players than Diablo 3. That's amazing. Naito says. Like, that's- I, like, I like Diablo 3's gameplay. I liked its story. I liked the main the main story arc. But I was not motivated to play Endgame. Uh, uh, I guess... I haven't Maybe made you it to. Just don't like endgame stuff. Do you have huh? any games that you like playing endgame stuff for? I'm pretty close. So Warframe's endgame is is based on how strong you are, and how leveled you are. Yeah, uh, all of them. So if you're playing a survival mission, it's like after the 30 minute mark um, that it gets to endgame, where the characters, the the enemies get over like level 100. So there's literally like a a difficulty wall, and until you get to that point, you're not considered endgame. And we're just on the 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 cusp of that. It's me and a couple other players can can hang, but like uh, Mom and Moncho are are just not really there. So it's pretty interesting. So it's all the same content, but it's harder. It's sort of like Nightmare Mode or or, or worse on Diablo. You know, it's the same game, just harder. Yeah. So similar thing. Um, and but uh, we also have the promise of more lore. Uh, I guess PC just got a big DLC drop, so it's coming to consoles soon. So uh, yeah. Warframe's still giving us story. Every well, three months, and, we get another chunk of story. And fans of Destiny are addicted to its story and say there's tons of it. Yeah. And there is. You just have to know where to find it, and you have to have you have to have been paying attention to how it's been delivered the whole time. I know people that could talk to you for hours about Saint Fourteen, right? And um, Osiris and you know uh, uh, Anna Bray you know forever yeah they could talk about the Clovis Bray family pact that made the right. ships that led Amer- the humans into the golden era or whatever so right. like that stuff exists we just didn't want to read it and like if you're hardcore enough that you are playing endgame content over and over and over again reading a thing yeah. because you think about that game all day isn't gonna yeah. isn't gonna bug you uh, the chat's talking about Diablo 4 uh, I've played every single Diablo um, no I didn't play Diablo 3 five times over like I did one and two but I am pretty hardcore in Diablo so I will absolutely be playing Diablo 4 and it won't be for the endgame content <laughs> but yeah I just don't think you're an endgame player I mean uh, I just maybe it's time spent maybe I don't get on and and grind I mean I grinded a lot of Warframe but that was just getting through the main content that was like 60 to 100 hours of of 
seven years worth of Warframe. So I was still like unlocking shit, right? Yeah. And and like I said, you have to get over 300 hours to get anywhere close to endgame levels of difficulty. So, um, so yeah, maybe I'm not. But then I, I, like I said, I don't grind the same game every night. I don't like Eric. Uh, I don't didn't dedicate all my time to one game, and then and then like exploring and and obtaining all that end game stuff. So yeah, sure. I, I don't. Sure. I dream. I wonder if if Tech and, and Ryan have any impulse <laughs> to find this. But like, I I dream of the day I find a game that is so perfectly my like Eric. I'm envious of Eric in a way because he seems yeah. to have found something that's so perfectly what he was looking for so perfectly his shit almost my he's like yeah I'm just gonna play this yeah and and since he's done that his stream is fucking catapulted he's had some amazing amazing growth there but like <coughs> yeah he found a game that was like yeah it's my shit I'm gonna yep. play this yep. and this is gonna be what I play uh, and I haven't found that yet and maybe that's part of it the Ryan Tech do you guys have an urge to find a game that is your game or are you more students of gaming in a, in a way that you want to just you stay up to date and play new stuff and, and watch and interact with trends as they come and go I think you guys know my answer <laughs> so he, you're the latter he's a, no he's a thousand hours in Apex I'm over a thousand hours in Apex I was over about six seven hundred in, in PUBG so I think when I when I found Battle Royale it's where I found for sure, for you sure. know and before that it was sports it was NBA 2k uh, so I mean but I, I, I've never played an NBA 2k game as much as I've played Apex Sure. So that's, yeah. That's my what is it about Apex that uh, scratches that itch? Is it the just skill. the um, um, okay? The skill involved. You have to be skillful. Yeah. You have to know what you're doing. You have to know how to rotate. You have to know how to move. You have to know how to battle. You have to know how to. <coughs> you have to. You just. It's. It's. Um. And in every match, is it? I mean, the game loop is the same, right? Looter shooter, very small game loop, but right, it's right. just fun. Just fun. Yeah. And it's a sure. challenge. The challenge. The comp- competitive challenge of it. There's 65 people. 64 people. And the only three will win this game. Yeah, it's dope. It, it got me, you know, yeah, with the mechanics sure. and everything, the gameplay, the characters. It all, it all got me. I'm sure. Ryan, is there anything that you're? Do you, are you looking for that one game that can take your time, or are you the uh, come with come as they come and go? You 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 go with them. Yeah, there's no game. I'll I'll never find a game that I drop every other game off the face of the planet to play. Do you think that's not possible, or are you just not looking for it? I, I couldn't imagine myself doing that. Like I've got th- over a thousand hours in a Rocket League, and that's still not just the only game I play. Right. Sure. Yeah, sure. I, I agree with that too. Because even with Apex being like a game that I play almost every day, I, you'll still see me playing NHL 20 on a daily basis, or you know, yeah, sure. or sure. NBA 2K with friends on a daily basis. There is no. I've never had a video game that just literally took like I couldn't play anything else. Yeah, like, maybe like that's, what like what Eric did Eric did with like Borderlands, where he's only played like a few other games in the past like <coughs> eight months that that game's been out is it is ridiculous. I don't I don't think I could ever devote that much time to a game. It's yeah. it's so even if it's ridiculous. Even if it's constantly got content coming out. Yeah, interesting. Because, yeah, one of the things that I've noticed about Borderlands is that, like, DLC, he said DLC, uh, earlier, uh, not recently, but he said DLC's coming out, like, tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, like, I didn't realize that. I think I did, actually. There's a trailer playing at GameStop that has incredibly good music in it. Um, but, yeah, there's a new DLC for that tomorrow. And then, see, that just keeps updating. And so I guess, like, 
when we were in the thick of destiny, uh, Ben, like there was stuff going on every couple of weeks. And we were like, oh shit, yeah. what to do? And then eventually we got to Forsaken and got to the end of that and went, yeah, I don't care anymore. <laughs> it felt too uh, samey, yeah. It's really weird. It's really weird that, you know, me and Mont Show and we got a new friend from uh, Connecticut or something that's playing with us. We just met on Warframe and we'll play a survival mission for like 30 plus minutes or more. The same mission with increasingly harder enemies and we'll just sit around we don't even talk about the game anymore we're just we're just talking about yeah. life talking about you know yeah. the flash comic books and just grinding through the game making sure and like oh, it gets too hard and like oh shit I'll, you know revive whatever you know we'll get back into it but like I wish the gameplay of that game hooked me enough for that to sound fun yeah but you know there's 40 different Warframes there's 40 different ways to play but yeah but um, they cost money they don't they cost time <laughs> Yeah, well, sure. I don't so have time, to, yeah, I have time to find the one that I like. <laughs> yeah, yeah if, someone, if someone hasn't had had fun with the ones that they've tried, saying like, well, keep playing with those until you can unlock this one in like 10 hours. Yeah, that's I, yeah, that's unrealistic. I wouldn't expect you to do that. I knew right away that I liked it. Um, not before Destiny came out, but when I picked it up again um, <clears throat> and stuff like that. Yeah, but it, it came it came down to also like grinding with uh, tech and mom. That was really fun for me. Uh, just learning a game together because the game is so obtuse and weird, right? And so much of it's not explained. And like so much of the game, I had to have the Wikipedia open next to me because the game just doesn't explain anything. Sort of like Elite Dangerous, right? It's like what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. So you know. The game would be like, you need uh, 300 uh, ribo flappings, and everybody's like, what is that? Like, Hold on. Oh, we got to go to Saturn. And then, like, I, I was that guy. Like, I have the Wikipedia open. Let's go find that, that seems thing. Seems like it could be so easily fixed. <laughs> it is, actually. The in game chat, if you do, where do I find whatever? It's an auto response where to find yeah, it. Yeah, but. But, but if you're like 12 and you don't realize you should do that, the game should be like, you need this, which is found. Nah, here, sorry. Here, here, it's too big. It's too big. It's seven years worth of content. You can't. You can't. You can't point someone to one place that it is. No, you can't turn on dummy mode now. It's it's not possible. I don't believe that. Yeah, we'll see. They're literally rebuilding the beginning of the game so that it's easier for people. <laughs> so like, no, they, I, I think they're rewriting it to make it more uh, accessible. Make, yeah, no, yeah, just to be a little more engaging, like. Yeah, because yeah, because like you fall out of the pod and then you rebuild your ship and you're getting chased by these people and they're talking about lore you've never heard of and you're just like this is weird and obtuse. So, like we've said before, they brought in Dan Trackenberg to like create a more cinematic mm-hmm. uh, boot up process yeah. to reel people in. But yeah, yeah. Well, you know, who knows? We'll see uh, how that ends up playing out. <laughs> I, if if the beginning. Well, if the onboarding of that game goes well, I'm I'd be willing to ditch my account for a new one, just to just to start in a version mm. of that game that was like, hey, this is how things work, and this is why you should care about what you're going to be doing for the yeah. next sixty hours. Sure, because I never I never yeah, well yeah, a lot of that was a victim of circumstance. The game didn't have any story when it started. It was just a a combat simulator. And then, right. and then they're like, oh, you want story? Okay. So you have to play through the portion of the game that they made with no story to get to the point where they started to care. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that's, yep. And then, so they what they do is but they go like, back. It's like 40 hours of work. It's a lot. hours of work. Yeah. It's a lot. It's right where tech stopped. Yeah, it's where I stopped. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I had, I had to get through like 
the planets, and mm-hmm. it was like do each of these missions, and then do a, a challenge, and then do a bunch of more missions, and then a challenge, and it was like, which is fine if you like the gameplay loop. Yeah, yeah, it just, but, did, it then, just didn't and, grab me. It just wasn't for yeah, me, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. And Ryan played that game for a while, didn't you? Warframe, no, to like three times. Yeah, uh, that's that's a while. That's a little while, but still a while. Um, well, what um, what uh, what have you guys been playing recently? Anything? Well, I mean, Bleeding Edge came out. Speaking of Edge? what we need to say, one of the one of the channels I really admire. Threw up on Twitter today. Why is nobody talking about Bleeding Edge? I'm like assholes. You have a a banging YouTube channel. How about you start talking about it? How about you say <laughs> how we <laughs> played Bleeding Edge? This is what we think. And instead, there was like, welcome. No one talking about. See, you got to be careful because now everybody's like, and then all the comments were like, it's because nobody's playing it. Like, fuck you. Like, come on. Eh. Journalistic integrity, right? But so yes, we've been playing Bleeding Edge, and it's fucking awesome. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Why does journalistic integrity come up in that? I think when you report on things, you but could be considered saying, a journalist. I think what saying why is no one talking about this is saying we should be that's, talking that's about That's starting this. off a negative with your leading foot. Also, the game's a day old. You want them exactly. to have a 1,500 1, so word article? So the influencer shouldn't say things like that because A, right. it's a day old. B, people probably are talking about it. They just don't know about it or didn't do enough research. Right. I mean, obviously, you're starting, it's a day old, and you're starting off on a negative lead with your first foot. Like, how come I, nobody's talking? It's less than 24 hours old, asshole. Like, how about you play it and shut up? <laughs> Interesting. See, I take that. I when I read that headline, I think, oh shit, this game's good. I need to, I need to check it out. Yeah, when someone says, why aren't more people talking about this? That generally means you should be paying attention to it. Oh, not, no. Not so maybe I'm no reading it wrong this. because that I was not see, the tone. I can see both, but then some yeah, of the comments that, sway with, because no one's playing it. It's all out of context. Created, I see what you mean now, Caleb. That's, that wasn't the tone. Yeah, it's yeah, all yeah. out of context. If somebody, if somebody like, had a video clip of it, like, okay. why is nobody okay. talking about this? Bleeding like, Edge okay, came out this yeah. week. Has anyone picked it up? Sadly, here uh, I'm hearing zero chatter about it. Oh, yeah. That's not positive. Right? And all the comments were like, uh, I'm not even joking when I ask this, but what's that? Uh, new Hero Baller, kind of like Overwatch, but with punching. Uh... Uh, it's first party Xbox Ninja Theory LOL like uh, I, I think it's already dead like so he set the tone so now all his fucking slugs are like falling in line with the negativity because that's the tone he set well it's not the ones we're worried about then I mean I understand that but as an influencer you need to be careful with what you say so let's get back unless, on topic unless, does that guy say shitty stuff before, other than that no, I really like this guy's content. This guy does like 30 to 45 minute reviews on YouTube. It's Skill Up. I love Skill Up. They're great and thoughtful and in, in depth and insightful. But, you know, and this is just one tweet, whatever, with 754 likes. Who cares, right? We move on. His next tweet had 3,000 likes. So, like, he's got pull. But, you know, I just you just got to be careful. I, I don't know. Like, yeah. you need to, but sort of like Dr. Disrespect, which we argued in our private chat today, or that wasn't private, it was the Nerdy Bits chat. But, like, you know, you are an influencer and your attitude has, you know, is yeah. going, you know, whatever you put out there, people are going to pick, pick up. I think, I also think Bleeding Edge's marketing was bad. Real bad. Well, it also came out the same time as <laughs> Doom and, uh, 
was it was the uh, Hogwarts Animal Moon? Crossing. Animal Crossing, right? Yeah, that's bad timing, but but it's, it's just it just doesn't have good it had didn't have good marketing, and also how. Yeah, it, I I don't know how I would have marketed it differently, because I caught it, but I have Game Pass, so of course I fucking caught it. We also it watched the press conference, right? And yeah, the press conference didn't show, didn't talk about it though. They had a trailer. A trailer. Yeah. yeah a trailer. And then and then, being who we are, we follow Ninja Theory, and then and then they had their Ninja Theory, um, show. Or whatever that little twenty minute uh, vid. Doc. Yeah, most people don't watch those right. though, dude. We we're, did. We're, we we did, but right. we are we are outliers. We are not the normal person. And to <laughs> appeal to the normal person, Doom had commercials fucking everywhere. It sure did. Animal Crossing was a global phenomenon before yeah. it came out because right. everyone was expecting it. Bleeding Edge is a game made by the guys who made Hellblade. It's completely different than that, and. There's not, there wasn't much marketing at all, yeah. and it should have had more. And I think that's a good reason to ask, like, yo, why the fuck is nobody paying attention to this? Well, <laughs> but that's not, like I said, that's not how we worded it. You know, well, it's I not mean, like, I, I, this I, is so great, how come nobody's paying attention? It's like, I'm not hearing anything. So, anyway, we don't, we could stop parking on that, but let's talk about it, because we've all played it. He did say, sadly, I'm hearing zero chatter. So he's saying, unfortunately, so obviously the game's... He must think something good of this game. I don't I don't oh. think what he's saying is negative. Oh, I think I he's saying, unfortunately, I'm hearing zero chatter because he obviously thinks it looks good, but he hasn't played it. I, also, I have no idea who said this, so I can't, like... Here, here's a link. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Uh, Ninja Theory also made Heavenly Sword, Enslaved, and the Devil May Cry reboot. So, uh, not to mention Hellblade. And uh, I helped with some Disney shit. But they're making big moves. Oh my god, they did Kung Fu Chaos back in the day. That's incredible. (laughs) (laughs) I love that game. But they got a whole bunch of stuff uh, in the works. Hellblade 2, of course. Uh, uh, They did the, the Darth Vader VR game. Um, but anyway, <laughs> but anyway, let's talk about it, Dan. We've been playing it. I played it at least five hours already. Yeah, I haven't played I like anything other than the beta. But I mean, uh, it's the same. Right. It's, okay. Nothing's changed. There might be some balancing. I haven't noticed. Yeah, uh, the containers die quicker. The ones you have to beat up. But so you've you've played it. I think it's great. I think I it's awesome. It. it hurts getting your ass kicked. It really does. It's not. I'm a, big into mobas, so that's my thing. It's, it's not a quick, oh, we lost that one. It's like three minutes of just getting your ass handed to you yeah. <laughs> and dying over and over again. So, so uh, yeah, doing bad feels bad. but Yeah, and not having a, a team to talk to also feels bad. Yeah. But also yeah. it's cool to see that you can make one minor change and it changes the whole dynamic. Because we, we, we did that in the beta and we were getting yeah. our asses kicked, and you switched over to the the guitar guy, yeah. and all of a sudden, like that was the one element that we needed that yep. brought the team fights back to a hundred percent. We did the same thing last night. I was playing the uh, the big guy Tiku or something like that, uh, the big Maori guy. Yeah. So, and we found out that he's a tank, doesn't do a lot of damage, but he also heals. So, uh, we could have one healer plus him. Plus a couple of attackers, yeah. and we were doing all right. We had a we had a formula that is we said we stopped doing, and we died like five games in a row. And we we're like, hey guys, let's turn the formula back on, and we won immediately. <laughs> yeah. So we had a we had a, a, a makeup 
last night that was successful. Yo, skill up, skill up covered Bleeding Edge already. <laughs> he what? has a whole video about his impressions from the beta and saying that he liked it. Yeah. So, like, he's asking why no one else is talking about it. Just to return to that one last time. <laughs> it's a good comment. He seems, up, he seems upset that, like, no one's talking about it because he did create content that was like, this is good. Man. I hope it's successful. Might be speaking from and, experience. It might not have got a lot of views or what he wanted it to do. Yeah, I think it's come out and not enough people are talking about it because Microsoft didn't market it. <clears throat> and they didn't. <laughs> they super didn't. <laughs> there, there are people in that chat that are like, that's out? That's a problem. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they, you shouldn't have to ask what that is. Exactly. Um, yeah, <coughs> Bleeding Edge, though, just to talk to the game itself, um, I enjoyed it a lot. It's definitely... A, a further evolution of like the battlefield uh, formula in my brain where like if you're playing battlefield alone that game is not as fun as if you're in a group and they've taken that and evolved it into playing it this game alone not only isn't fun but it's likely you can't be that successful because communication is so essential at the same time it has a ping system um, so maybe teams use that better than we do because we're in chat we don't have to <laughs> Um, and uh, the other thing is it's early and I, I think I mentioned this to Christopher when we were playing last night like because it's so early in the game um, you're gonna get a lot of people who don't know how to play who make winning when you're not in a full group of four difficult yeah because they're gonna just try and run off and do shit right. and they're gonna get themselves killed and then you're not gonna be able to hold a candle to a group of four but it's not a clutch similar. game. It's not like I'm the last guy alive. <laughs> I'm gonna clutch this real quick. No, you're gonna get no. your ass kicked. You're, you are not. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's yeah. either it's either like one for one. It has to be one for one. Unless or two for two. Unless your team has more points, the timer's counting down, and you stop them from uh, banking their points. Yeah. That's, yeah, I've done that's that. clutch. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but, but fighting people is not pa- possible. Me, me, Ben, and Odin, I think, played the beta, and we lost our fourth, and we were up by, like, 200-and-something points and ended up losing because yeah. it was 3v4, and we couldn't fight them. It was over. Yeah, that there was, was a big problem with the beta. Anymore. Yeah, that was a big problem with the beta, being a man down and being stuck in a game that's absolutely crucial to be 4v4. They need they need to I, I I know it's early to say but they need to do some kind of um, deterrent Bot? for leaving a game. Oh, or bots. Because if you leave a game, you need to have some kind of 10-15 minute penalty that makes it to be <laughs> you're like, "Ah, okay." Cuz like League of Legends does that. Like if I if I leave a game, it's it cuts me off for 30 minutes. I think I every, can't play anymore. Every game that doesn't have a solo mode should do that. Yep. It's only right. Yeah, 100%. 100%. I remember dropping out of something because... I know Apex had, has it. Yeah. Only on ranked. It might have... Yeah. Yeah, it might have been... So I was playing something and, like, a friend joined the... Or was going to play, and we had just started around, and I was like, ah, we'll just jump out. And then we had to wait, like, <laughs> like five minutes. <laughs> Rainbow like, Six does it, too. Yeah, Rainbow Six. Yeah. See, and, like, Apex figured their thing out to where, like... If you leave after they can definitely not bring you back, then it's okay. Yeah. Like if, if they yeah. didn't collect your banner, you can't get brought back at all. But that, but, but you I'm can leave them. Your banner and you fucking quit. Like, yeah, but if yeah if I have your banner and you quit, yeah, you deserve the the ban hammer on that one. Like, <laughs> for sure. For sure. And Rocket League, you can't quit unless everybody votes to forfeit, right? 
You can you can, but it doesn't it doesn't affect you getting into a new game. Mm. But you take whatever like if you if you forfeit if you said the forfeit and you actually don't lose but you just left the game you still take a loss on your rank so right okay but yeah i'm, I'm oh. hoping bleeding edge adapts that quickly because it's gonna suck if you lose a random person if you lose a couple sure. team fights and people rage quit it's gonna be over yeah sure for sure um Looking at like the Bleeding Edge community Twitter account, it's not even that big. It's like 960 people. Weird. What the fuck, guys? Come on. What are you doing? Marketing. Marketing. And it's Game Pass. Like, it's a free game. Come right. on now. How easy would that have been? Well, like Caleb mentioned a few times, because it is uh, a Microsoft-owned... Is Do they own the studio now? Yeah. Into theory? Yeah. So we got unlimited money coming at this... I imagine if if Microsoft believes in it, then you know we'll see it grow. So sure, yeah, sure. And the the Bleeding Edge like Twitter account. I was looking at the community account. The Twitter account for Bleeding Edge is like seventeen and a half thousand yeah. followers. So it's it'll get there. The game just came out, and it came out with Doom and Animal Crossing. People aren't playing it right now. We'll we'll see what happens in a couple of months when they start adding more characters. We already know the first character they're adding is Mecco. Um, yeah, so when. I don't know. I was looking for that today. I don't know if they announced when. They just said that's the first one you're going to get. So probably month in or something like that. Um, or or who knows? Maybe we'll turn it on tonight and it's there. Um, uh, at the end of the show, we go through our bounties and talk about the things we've been doing other than playing games we want to share. Other, other than Bleeding Edge. Yeah. <laughs> show us movies, uh, music, and books, or anything we want to share entertainment-wise. Um, Tech, what have you uh, what have you been getting up to? What are your bounties for people to try out this week? Um, I told myself I was going to read this week, and I I failed that mission. Me uh, too. So I need to uh, find some time and a place, a nice place in here to to, to read this book. I I've been wanting to read. Um, talking to strangers, Malcolm Gladwell. Need to need to get on that. Uh, I did start a show that my girl's been trying to get me to watch for the last year uh, today, and that's Handmaid's Tale. Oh wow! So yeah. I'm disturbed. I watched the first episode today. You know, it's disturbing. Yep. Yeah, I've heard that show is tough. Uh, yep. It's it's rough. Um, last night we started a show, but I think we're gonna not watch the rest of any other episodes called White Tiger or something like that. Uh, you guys, you yeah. guys see the meme of the weird looking guy in tigers? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I have seen that. What's yeah. the story on this guy? Uh, this this guy who's a complete <laughs> hoosier. Um, <laughs> And just basically created this huge farm of tigers uh, for he, he breeds tigers for profit. Like he has a, a zoo. He, he's basically made a, a zoo out of it. Um, and apparently there was a, a couple of states over. There's this lady who had the same thing, but she was rescuing tigers who were like dying or, or being in zoos or some crazy stuff and they had a beef she was slamming him he was slamming her and I think at some point he tries to kill her with his tigers <laughs> and he's in jail now so the, the documentary it's, it's, it's kind of cringy but kind of entertaining at the same time so I, I kind of made it back into it just to see what happens and mm-hmm. yeah it just came out that he's suing the the FBI or something for like 194 million dollars <laughs> from jail. Like it came out today, so like it's it's all over the place. Wow. Yeah, that's right. what I've been watching. Yikes! 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 
that's uh, that's bananas. Um, any music or anything? Oh, music. Um, Childish Gambino's project. Ooh. Yeah, buddy. Um, that's out and crazy. What else have we been listening to? You know, I'm, I'm always listening to like these playlists, these random songs that I yeah, like, me too. I make huge playlists. Um, so nothing like album-wise right now. I don't think there's a bunch of like crazy cool songs. Um, sure. I've actually been like ever since this quarantine, I've been listening to, like a lot of older stuff that I kind of just uh, forgot about, like old albums 10, 20 years ago, rap stuff, and been enjoying that a lot actually. Local stuff. I did a whole like local thing the other day. Listen to all old songs that I was a <laughs> part of and that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah. That's dope. Ryan, what you been up to, man? Uh, just been playing playing a lot of games. Um, watching Impractical Jokers and anything else that I can find on um, YouTube TV. Um, that's my go-to television now. Um just been listening to random playlists on google play like i listened to nf um ritz uh just a lot of hip-hop stuff so i like ritz um yeah i've i've been listening to put a crown on it his newest one like oh, over and over again i gotta check yeah. that out yeah i like that one a lot um but not really doing a whole lot just doing some projects around the house since i have all the time in the world to do it um, is your is your beloved working from home? Uh, no, so she still has to go to work because she's essential and she has to do hands on. Um, she's a it's like social social it, work, right? Uh, no, it, she's a psychiatrist for um, autistic kids. Oh wow! So she has so she has to actually be there to do hands on that kind of stuff. Sure. Um, sure. 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 Amazing. And and the the company's doing their best to adapt around all of it. Um, they they cut down the amount of clients. Like the parents yeah. can't come inside. You know they have to go outside and get the kids and that kind wow. of stuff. So to to keep it to a minimum of the amount of people that are in the workspace. Sure. And um, they're also looking into like at home type stuff where they're supposed to go there, go to the client's house, but. I don't think I like that idea a whole lot. Sure. But um, I skyped into my my therapy today. Did you? Well, not Skype, but used a like a specific. Yeah, FaceTime type, type thing. Yeah. 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 Um, hmm. yeah, the, yeah. Her yeah her company's uh, they've actually taken really good action to where like the company doesn't lose a whole lot of money and they're not screwing their employees. Like if you make over a certain amount of money. They cut everybody down to that, regardless of like how high you go. But everybody was on board with like, hey, we could just lay everybody off for however long this quarantine is going to happen, or you could just make less money for the time being. And I was like, well, I mean, that makes sense. You know, it's as, as long as it's not hurting everybody like directly. Like if people like, it's better than draw unemployment and you're going to make half of what you normally make or whatever yeah, that sure. is. So I mean, sure. I, I, think I think they're they're, they're taking the, the initiative bill right now. In the bill right now, the one that's trying to pass, they're suggesting that if you are laid off because of this, you will make a hundred percent of your salary on unemployment. Nice. Yeah, there's a thing in it that were crazy. Um, people are going to get more money, like six hundred dollars more than they normally would get, and they they're trying to shut that part of it down because people would not go to work or try to get fired on purpose if that's the case. So <laughs> it, it's, it's going to have to go through sure. a, a, a sure. few changes. Right. <clears throat> yeah. 
Um, Ben. Oh, my bad. I thought you were done. Go ahead. No, I'm. I'm just at home having fun, taking care of the baby. So I mean, that doesn't bother me. <laughs> yeah, not at all. Not at all. Except for when uh, she woke up in the middle of the night, or when uh, my wife woke up in the middle of the night and saw that she was standing in her crib on her own, and I was like, uh, not cool. Um, a <laughs> lot of head bumps coming in the near future when she, because she can't get down gracefully. So that's going to be fun. So yeah, teach her how to squat. Yeah. Get so. some little baby, get some little baby dumbbells. <laughs> Use my baby as dumbbell. dumbbell. (laughs) 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 Ben, what have you been up to, my dude? Uh, A lot of bleeding edge the last couple nights. Um, uh, 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 Let's see. What are we watching? Second season of Kingdom is incredible. Me and the gal were actually tearing up on the death of a pretty... Uh, 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 a, a character somebody die guys in a zombie show people die and in this t- this episode someone died and it really affected us so uh, spoiler yeah. that's still yeah. a spoiler text piss how because I kn- now that I know that now that I'm watching season one I know that one of these characters is gonna die oh uh, I don't ha- I don't have, have you ever the, seen <laughs> the bruh sound effects I really okay sorry I, <laughs> I mean I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I know who it is so no I guarantee you don't anyway um but uh, so yeah, that was uh, yeah. Season two is great. I, the trailer didn't sell me on it. I was not excited. The trailer was just sort of like it looked like it's getting more political. Because I don't know if you know the premise of the show is that the the king is a is a zombie, and they're trying to keep it a secret from the nation. Um, so that's pretty cool. Um, so, and then the second season looks like it's it, it was going to get more political. And I'm just like, ah, come on. And, and no, it was great right away. So we're only like three or four episodes in, but it's freaking great. Um, uh, we're trying to. We're still slugging our way through um, the expanse, and that's awesome. That's very good. <laughs> um, oh, we're watching um, Little Dicky's new show. They're not slogging their way through it because it's bad. They're just yeah. getting through it yeah. slowly. Yep, yep, it's great. We just don't watch it every night, and I have a binging, uh, anti-binging problem, so I can't, I can't yeah. watch it as much as she wants uh, yeah, to. Yeah, I, I try to tell Aaron like slow down because uh, once we get through it, it, we're through it. So why don't we just yep. yeah. enjoy it, take our time. Um, Anti-Benjamin. Yeah. Uh, we're also you're watching... You're about uh, to say Dave. You're about to say you're watching Dave. Yes, we're watching I, Dave. I also watched that, and it's yep. it's super good. Yeah, yeah I'm caught it. up. I'm caught up as well, and I love yep. it. Yep. yep, it's very good. Right. I don't know if I like the last episode as much, but it's 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 pretty incredible. Yeah. Second episode was heavy as hell. <laughs> we were trying to do it like a charity show. That was really heavy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, super. <laughs> and, then, and then Macklemore. Macklemore shows up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, I guess I need to watch this. Yeah, it's it's, it's super. It's good. real good. There's only really four good. episodes right now, so yeah. Um, and then I'm not really reading anything because I'm a I'm a moron and I don't make time to read. Uh, but I'm listening to a lot of music. Uh, I'm just gonna go. If you're a metalhead, I can tell you that I've just discovered Bison, Red Handed Denial. Hail Mayor End and A Perfect Murder. Those are all groups I discovered. Uh, and then on my SoundCloud, which has come through for me lately in the EDM scene, uh, Magic Sword, who did the music for the uh, Ragnarok trailer, has some new music, and it's great. And uh, I, uh, Street Fever, who makes music a little bit like uh, Gazafelstein, who produced uh, Yeezus, or a lot, just about half of Yeezus for Kanye. Um this guy kind of picked up where he left off because Gasafelstan doesn't make that kind of music anymore. So if you like that sort of like hard hitting dark electro, uh, Street yeah. Street Fever is there for you. Um, so he's got a, he had a new track <laughs> out. 
Um, so if uh, it, you know, our sign-offs say I'm Sketch Sawyer everywhere, that includes SoundCloud. I've got like 1,200 tracks that I've liked over the last five years. Encompassing, sure. encompassing everything from uh, me and Tech's podcast over the years to the birth of dubstep. Nice. All, yeah. all on my SoundCloud. So, nice. Yeah. All right. So that's my music. Um, I have been watching uh, Community uh, starting from the beginning um, because uh, me and a couple of <laughs> uh, a friend from um, Starbucks years ago who now lives in New York. Uh, and one of his friends have started a, a community watch-through podcast um, called Advanced Community Studies. <laughs> um, so we we started that this <coughs> excuse me sorry this week. So that was that's it's kind of interesting watching those again with like a critical lens and like figuring out where the show what the show is trying to establish with each episode and things like that. Uh, and realizing season one's a lot more constructed than I th- realized it was. Mm. Like, the first episode is an introduction to Jeff, and then the next six episodes are Jeff and one character, mostly. And it's like them introducing each character to you, while the, like the B and C plots show the characters getting along with each other. Like, Troy and Abed aren't really together at all in the second episode until their rap, which is the credits of the second episode, which is like. <coughs> cemented their character it's it's super interesting um what's the name of the podcast we're gonna call it advanced community studies it's already out or it's not out yet uh, i don't think the first episode's out yet we recorded yesterday oh, okay. oh cool oh you're actually who a part of the yeah. podcast yeah interesting yeah. Oh. are you allowed to say who you're recording with yeah it's uh someone named jason and then kevin my buddy kevin from starbucks which ben i think you've met kevin last name lanigan uh, he's a cool dude. Um, okay. Does a lot of podcasting stuff and like stand up and improv in New York. Um, very smart, very funny person. Uh, and the, the beginning of that podcast is uh, is fucking hilarious. It's just us <coughs> rambling about all sorts of shit before we finally put our thoughts together. <laughs> um, outside of that, not watching much. I I kind of fell off of um, Altered Carbon. I need to get back into it. It's yeah. not, I didn't fall off because I didn't like it. It just had stuff come up over the last couple weeks and now I'm in a place where I can have Netflix on in the background so I need to get back to that um, although I tried to do that today and it crashed Chrome <laughs> mm. so that's fun it is fun um, not really reading much playing a lot of Bleeding, uh, Bleeding Edge finished Blood Roots which is the game I got from Pop Agenda um, putting together the video review for that now should be coming out tomorrow nice um, if not tomorrow then early Friday uh, just depending on how much stuff can get done tomorrow um, that game's dope, actually, and for a, uh, it's it seems weird for me to say for an indie game, it's actually really good because most indie games that make at least some kind of waves are very good. Um, but it completely caught me off guard. The trailer didn't really play to its like artistic, um, uh, I guess, leaning. <laughs> and like the beginning of the game starts on like a plain white screen that fades into snow as you're running across the screen, and then like credits start like full screen credits start nice. rolling like just like big splash credits and then it'll go away and then like you get into a town and it zooms out and the name of the town slaps on and then as you run through this town full of corpses like red letters for credits pop up in different parts of the screen and it's completely silent and it I was like instantly like yep down for this um, what'd you play it on PS4 PS4 exclusive yep, it's, 
It's a PS4 and I think PS4 and Switch, PS4 and PC. Okay. Um, it's not on Xbox right now. Uh, I'm sure it'll come eventually. It might be a timed exclusive though. Um, so just finish that. Uh, don't think I'm playing anything else. Not anything noteworthy, at least. Um, listening to Childish Gambino, of course. Um, an artist that was like the British Artist of the Year, a new Artist of the Year in 2016, who put an album out that year, has been kind of radio silent for the last four years. And I just searched him on iTunes the other day, and he has an album coming out in a month. And three new songs out. And I was like, fuck yeah. So if you like Jack Garrett, if you've never heard of him, check him out. Uh, he's got some stuff coming out. And it's interesting. I won't pass judgment until the whole album's out because you know how songs work in an album structure. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there is a band I love named Drolo who uh, does electronic music for Bitbird. Um, used to be on Monster Cat, not anymore. But they um, they released an album a while ago, like in November or, or October. Um, <coughs> but when... When, you know how electronic bands will often release like an album of remixes from their album? Yeah. 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 Most of the time are those come out for bands, I'm like, eh, I don't like any of these remixes. Drolo's done it for two of their albums, and both of the albums full of remixes are so fucking good. And they did, they released one last week, and um, a St. Louis native, No Taker, uh, did a remix for them. And his remix is very, very good. Nice. Um, so that's super good. The album's called A Promise Is Made, and then the remixes is just A Promise Is Made remixes. Uh, worth checking out. Um, there it is. Got it. Cool. I think that's six all days I'm ago. listening to. Yeah, six days ago. Um, Run the Jewels had, had a single come out. Ooh la la. Yep. Yesterday. It's, it sounded it's very good. Run the Jewels. Yep. <laughs> yep. I'm down 100%. Mm-hmm. I've been waiting. RTJ3 was, what, 2016? 2017? It's been a minute. So, ready for that. Yeah. Um, so, what, are, what yeah. are we playing tonight? Probably Bleeding Edge, dude. Nice. I'm done. I can't stop thinking about that fucking game. Um, it's good. Uh, but before we wrap up, before we give our handles and where to meet us and where to see us and where to find us and where to play with us, uh, we do a little fun fact at the end of the show called our Smurf Fact. Ben, did you have that prepared or are you looking now? Looking now. All right, he's looking now. While he does that, I do want to mention that on March 17th, I started an Instagram page uh, for local St. Louis businesses, restaurants, and and bars who were going to try to do curbside (laughs) takeout. I I was talking to Aaron that night, and I was like, it would be cool if there was, like, one place you could go to get a list of all the places that's still doing it. So I made it, and now it has over 1,000 followers. It's been, I've been talking to restaurant owners, and I talked to the Maplewood uh, Chamber of Commerce today all types of shit um and the page is kind of doing really well blowing up and people are liking it and the words are spreading so it's, it's helping i think yeah that's dope it's super help i mean uh, straight up i hopped on instagram and saw you sharing a pokey dokey post mm-hmm. and went and got some yeah and went and ordered some for myself and, and my grandma like it was i was like oh fuck yeah local business let's go and i told amanda i was like i'm gonna go order this tonight she was like all right yeah and And we just did that and me and aaron still have arguments about where we're going for takeout and i'm just like i literally made a page for this like (laughs) this is the solution yeah (laughs) oh yeah at support local stl that's where it's at on instagram Instagram. for for sure for sure before ben reads his smurf fact here's our oops i just changed screens didn't mean to do that Oh, no. <laughs> I made a noopsie poopsie. All right. Um, here's the, the little jingle for Smurf Facts. Let me play that real quick. 
Smurfax, oh yeah. Alright, go for it, Ben. What all is right, guys, Smurfax? Steal yourselves. This is really heartwarming. Figure we all could use this right now. No, okay. Coco steal yourselves. Okay. Coco, the beloved gorilla, who uh -huh. passed a few years ago. Uh, famous for her warm personality, the love of cats, and the ability to communicate through sign, la sign language as a favorite show, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. When she finally met Mr. Rogers for the first time, she recognized him right away and immediately helped him untie his shoes and take them off, just as she'd seen him do on his show. In the oh same meeting, God. she also embraced him and cradled him in her arms to demonstrate that she loved him. Ha, <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah. I'm fucking swooning right now. Text fact. Why does that make me emotional? Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> I, I want to see the video, dude. Can I not want to see the video? Like I'm not fact checking. I'm. Why does that make me emotional? Investigating. Dude. She untied his shoes and took them off. There you go. New Yorker article. Fuck, man. How so gutsy do you need to be he to kissed, be held by a gorilla? He kissed. <laughs> he, he kissed her his hands. And he's signing. <sighs> I don't see the, the shoe tie thing. That's crazy. Yeah. That's that's incredible. Man, fuck yeah. Good vibes all around. Yep. If you want to follow the podcast, you can go to nerdybits.com and see all we're writing and videos we're making and all the podcasts that we produce. Um, you can follow Nerdy Bits on Twitter at nerdy underscore bits. You can follow me everywhere is <laughs> important. That's Twitter, Instagram, Xbox, and PlayStation at LoveWub. Uh, Ryan, where can people find you? Sergeant Sodium on Mixer, Instagram, uh, Twitter, and Xbox. Dope. Uh, ben, where can people find you? Sketch Sawyer everywhere, including SoundCloud. And I have two Kickstarters coming out in April. Fuck yeah. Uh, Butcher Queen's coming back, and so is Four Molly. So two two things I've had going on for years now. So keep, keep an eye out. Save, put $20 aside somewhere. In your butt crack. <laughs> uh, tech, where can people find you? Uh, and tell us about your uh, Instagram one more time. The, yeah, yeah. Where to find At Tech Supreme on everything. Um, just released a new song with Nick Men on all the streaming. Uh, so just look up Tech Supreme. It'll be the first thing you see right in front of 5 -0. It's a fun song. And at support local STL uh, for the, the restaurants who are uh, restaurant bars and small businesses who are still trying to maintain in this very tough economical time. Fuck yeah. Yeah, Fuck yeah. nice. Um, well, this show goes up on Fridays. You can watch us live on Wednesdays. Um, we will be playing something after this, so stay tuned. Um, but until next week, we will, I guess, see you online. Yeah? All right. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Hold on. I got to stop the music. I got to stop the music. <laughs> I found a, a sign-off for us today. Did you guys see that in the Google chat? I, I yeah, it. I didn't quite understand it. Okay. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> get that a, because I'm not in the Google chat, so great. Yeah, well, you know. There's different chats with different people, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, about the podcast. That's great. <laughs> no, I mean, it's not the, the chat's not about the podcast. But I found a Dr. Seuss quote, and I was like, "Oh shit, this works." And we talk about games all the time, right? And so uh, I just can't fucking find it right now. Oh, this is—I should have saved this somewhere. It was easier to see. Uh. I thought it was pretty recent, wasn't it? I got it. Uh, yes, I found it. I okay. found it. Uh, think about this in terms of playing games, right? If you never did, you should. These things are fun, and fun is good. Right? Right? If you haven't played games, you should. These things are fun. That's whack. And fun is good. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, 
All right. We got one heartwarming thing. <laughs> we'll check you guys later. All Take right. it easy. Bye. Bye. Bye.